Earlier this past week, I had just come home from Hyphen Camp, a three-day church event for people ages 18 to 30, and was resting at home that Saturday evening before I went to church the next day. It had been an amazing week, but I was absolutely exhausted. And as I laid there talking to Jesus for a little while, He began to speak revelation to me. I want to share with you what He spoke with me about, especially in light of what our pastor spoke on the next morning. The sermon our pastor preached was all about the subtlety of Satan's lies and the ways that the attacks often mask themselves with just a hint of truth. I want to share with a few practical, physical insights about why we as people, can be so vulnerable in the silence that often accompanies a time of testing. In the natural realm, our brains can do some absolutely amazing things. From deciphering the pitch, tone and speed of voices to processing vast amounts of visual information and sorting through an overwhelming amount of stimulus every second of every day without fail, it's no wonder that we take it for granted if its complexities aren't realized. But our mind's processing power is a double-edged sword. When faced with a deficit of stimulation, such as when a person is blindfolded or starved of touch, the mind does a funny thing. People often joke about how blind people have super hearing, but what happens when people who can normally see and hear, suddenly hear nothing at all? Scientists wanted to find out how the brain would react to suddenly being robbed of stimulation, and so they created the world's first completely silent room in a lab in Minnesota. At first, people lined up in droves to find out what absolute silence would sound like. But then, the silence began. It wasn't more than 15 minutes until the people in the room began to hallucinate. Their mind had been so conditioned to hear sound, that in its complete absence it began to search for something, anything, to fill that void. People reported hearing their own heartbeat thundering in their ears, and then whispers and quiet thumps that weren't there. Nobody lasted more than 25 minutes in that environment before begging to be let out. Scientists were baffled at first, but quickly began to realize that any form of deprivation of the senses wreaked havoc on the mind but especially an absence of sound, more so than anything else they had found. As God often does, the spiritual relates to the physical here in a profound way. The Lord began to reveal to me that silence proves a unique challenge to overcome and leaves a certain vulnerability in the minds of the men and women of God. Take a few moments to reflect on the last time you went through a challenge and were seeking the voice of God. How long was Jesus silent for? Did you seek Him earnestly, as Daniel did, even when His voice appeared delayed? Or did your mind begin to fear because perhaps you hesitated to wait in the silence? All too often I've come to realize, we can pray ourselves into a dangerous spot. We may seek after the voice of the Lord with good intentions. Perhaps we were searching for strength, or direction, or maybe like me you were so desperate to hear a different answer, that you began to listen to whatever voice provided the comfort your flesh so craved. In my own life very recently, a door was opened to me that looked good from the outside. It looked like provision, and blessing, and calling, and so I jumped in with both feet and praised the Lord without ever questioning if it was He that blessed me. I failed to test the spirits, as the Bible commands in 1 John 4 1-6. I failed to pray for confirmation. I failed to see the enemy's hands upon the handle that turned the knob that, in my mind, would lead to an expected end. I fell for the distraction hook line and sinker, simply because I did not trust Jesus in the silence. I prayed, and prayed, and prayed until my mind heard the whispering of a voice my soul yearned to hear, but it was not Jesus that was speaking. I was so desperate that I failed to recognize that the shepherd calling out to me was not the one that I served. Little by little over the next several months I began to get pulled away more and more from the true things of God. I began to heed the voice of a false god more than I heeded the voice of Jesus. And as much as it scares me to admit, if I hadn't gone to hyphen camp and become spiritually cleansed of all the unrighteousness and iniquity I had begun to allow to flourish inside of me, I probably would not have heard the voice of my pastor so clearly, 
nor the voice of God the night before speaking into my life that it was not too late to turn my attention to the right things again. Clear as a bell, I heard God say to me that night, make sure you know my voice. And I simply said, okay. My friends, do not be deceived into thinking that if the Lord is silent He is not listening. In the same way, sometimes the silence can be the answer to our prayer. I recognize in my own life that prior to this deception I was so anxious and upset over the answer that the Lord had already given me, that I was seeking for another one, any other one in truth, that would make my burden even a little easier to bear. But sometimes we can fall into the dangerous train of thinking that says if we pray enough times, we can change God's mind. We can get God to give us another answer. But I found that often the Lord will stay silent instead of reiterating yet again, the answer we had already received. And that is precisely when Satan will begin whispering to our weakened hearts and mimic the voice of God to meet a need that was born out of a lack of trust in Jesus. Make sure you know His voice. And make sure that you are placing your trust in Him, regardless of the answer He gives you. Pray daily to ensure that your heart is submitted to His will, read His Word daily to tune your ears to His voice, ask Him to speak into every area that has grown weak, and He will perform a miracle in your life even if you are the only one that sees it. Don't be afraid of the silence, and don't become angry when the voice of God seems to be absent from your life. I've begun to realize that the longer I walk with Jesus, the more He trusts me to obey even in His absence. Like the Israelites who at first were so quick to walk away when His Spirit left them to speak with Moses on the mountain, the more they dwelt with the Lord, the more obedient they became until even during the 400 years of silence between the Old and the New Testament, they served in the only way they knew how until Jesus came. Be encouraged this week, that sometimes silence can be a measure of growth. The Lord trusts you, it's time to trust Him deeper still.